Hi everyone, and welcome to episode 1 of Tales at 3am. My name is Michael, and I'm starting this podcast as a way to share stories and histories and personal encounters of the strange, the unusual, and of course the paranormal. Well, this episode is going to be the first full-length episode. And this episode is about something that me and my family, we lived through back when I was a lot younger than I am now. And so I'm going to title this episode as, well, The House or The Home. I can't tell you exactly how young I was when this took place, but it was in Alabama. And at the time, I was in middle school. I'm pretty sure it was middle school. Anyway, at the time that this took place, we were living in Alabama, as I said, and we were living off of the Grace Garland exit off of I-65. And we lived roughly three to five miles down the road off of that exit I'm not going to go into exact detail into where the home was at but I will say that it was an older home one story and it was a larger home with an attic but anyway this took place when I believe I was attending R.L. Austin Elementary School which is actually no longer a functioning school. If I'm not mistaken, the school closed down in 2010. So if that tells you how long ago that has been, and here it is now, 2020. But anyway, back to what took place. Me and my family, it was me, my brother, my mom, and my dad. And we had moved into a home that the home itself had been previously occupied by an elderly lady. She was single. Now, if she had been previously married, I don't know. But she was single at the time, and the home was owned by a couple who lived down the street, and they were farmers. And part of their land outstretched beyond the backyard of our land. And of course, at nighttime, you could hear coyotes and things of that nature off in the woods howling. And their farmland reached out pretty long past uh, our yard. Uh, Me and my brother, we even had the opportunity to accompany them sometimes when it came to uh, looking after their livestock. But back to the story, we lived there during the summer. We only stayed there just a few months, and after I explain to you why, you'll understand why. Well, what we found out was uh, there was a sunroom that was a part of that house, and there was an orange chair that was a rocking chair in that sunroom, and before I go any further, it's actually kind of interesting for me to tell this story because I remember everything like it was yesterday. 
and you would think if I was embellishing anything that of course the story would change because I would have to keep up with things but I don't have to because I remember exactly what happened even though it was that long ago I still remember what happened and the lady her name was Miss Grace and as I said she lived in that home and she passed away due to old age of natural causes in an orange rocking chair that was in that sunroom. Unfortunately, I'm assuming that uh, she was pretty sociable with the couple that she rented the place from because when they realized that she had not come by, they had not seen anything or heard anything from her, that they began to investigate and a week later after she had already passed was when her body was actually found in the sunroom of course she was able to get a proper burial but still and uh yeah her uh, her body was found in the sunroom and she was a clean person she uh she was a tidy person. She liked to keep her kitchen clean and things like that. But apparently she was getting in poor health over the past few days before she had passed away because she had actually left her kitchen dirty, which for her was uncommon. But uh, that's exactly what happened. She left her kitchen dirty. She left the house a little bit dirty. And, and the, the owners of the home said that that was not exactly the way that she had been. So apparently, you know, she wasn't feeling well before she passed. She wasn't able to upkeep the way that she usually does. So we moved in. And like I said, it was the summer. We stayed there for roughly three months. But that's all we needed. <laughs> Unfortunately, that was all we needed. And as soon as we moved in, of course, me and my brother, you know, we picked out our bedrooms. And, uh, yeah, we picked out our bedrooms. And the way the house was laid out, you had the living room the two bedrooms on one side of the house closest to the main road and the sunroom and the hallway and the kitchen were located on the opposite side of the house in order to get to the kitchen you had to walk from one end of the house to the other through the sunroom and so when we got there the kitchen was dirty and things of that nature of course you know me and my brother being the age that we were we were left to tend to some of the chores of the home and unpacking our things and getting settled into our rooms. And of course, my parents at the time, they were cleaning up the kitchen, cleaning up the house, things of that nature, getting their stuff settled in. Well, it wasn't too shortly after that, that at nighttime, in the middle of the night people would be woken up now you have to understand a lot of the things that happened in that house I only experienced two things other members of my family experienced more than that and that's okay so I'm going to explain to you what I experienced and then share with you what they experienced. So, at nighttime, according to what I was told, uh, 
that family members of mine were woken up by the sounds of pots and pans banging around, drawers opening and closing by themselves, chairs being moved around while nobody was in the kitchen. But this was happening. And I'm sure your first opinion is, well, did you set up you know, a camcorder? Did you have security cam to try to document this? No, we didn't. We didn't have anything like that. Um, but they were being woken up by things of that nature happening in the kitchen. And of course, you, from what I was told, when one of them would try to walk that direction, the noises would stop. Now, at nighttime, I was never woken up by something like that. But I'll tell, tell you what happened to me. I walked into my bedroom one afternoon, and there was a skeleton key that had never been on my windowsill before, but was laying there. No one had been in my room, and they had never been sitting there before. However, I went to the windowsill, and there was the key. Never found out what it was for. Don't know what it opened. To this day, I have no idea what it opened. But back to what my family dealt with. Uh, my brother, at the time, there was one night it was cold. And no one had been in his room. I hadn't been in his room, and his door was locked. And he woke up to find the heater in his bedroom. Of course, the heaters that we had in there, a lot of the stuff that was in that home was of older technology. You didn't have central heat and air. Um, the heater that was in his room was of an older style to where in order to turn it off and on, you had to go next to the heater and you had to turn it by turning a a lever on the heater and it was manual you had to turn it left or right or whatever to turn it on and so he wakes up the next morning and the heater itself had been turned on he never got up and did it I never went into his room and his room was locked and when he went to bed it was not turned on but when he woke up, it was on. Now, I can't say for certain that he wasn't making the story up. I don't know. I wasn't in there. But that is what he claims happened to him. And I remember him questioning us. Who's been in my room? Do y'all know anything about this? We'll know there was no way to have known anything about it because, well, like I said, his door was locked. Another situation that took place, there was one night that we were having a really bad thunderstorm that was coming over the house. And at the time, my dad was at work. At the time, he was working with the police department. And... We are in one end of the house in the living room area, lights on, and we have a bad storm coming overhead. But that's not the reason why we called my dad. 
We called him because at the same time a thunderstorm was coming overhead. That was the first night that I ever heard stuff taking place in the kitchen that we were not in there for. As we're talking to him on the phone, trying to calm our nerves, we could hear in the kitchen stuff moving around, stuff what sounded like stuff was crashing, uh, stuff banging around, and at our age, we were too afraid to go back there. But we heard it. I know what I heard. And that's just it. I mean, I, I know what we lived through that night. We were scared. We knew what we were hearing back there. And we were not going to go back there. At our age, we just did not want to face something like that. Because at that age, you never know what it is that you're going to see. And that's something that you can't unsee. So... We dealt with that situation. Now, according to my mom, now I don't know how much of this particular story was embellished. I do know what she has stuck with most of the time after the situation has occurred. I know what she has said. And according to her, my mom says that the lady by the name of Miss Grace came to her. Now, whether or not it was something that she dreamed or if it was per se, quote, a ghostly apparition, I don't know. But according to her, the lady came to my mom in the middle of the night and was telling her that she was glad that someone was in the home, that glad that we were taking care of it, telling us that there was stuff up in the attic and that there was newspaper clippings in town to deal with things about the home. Now, if I ask my mom today about the story, she doesn't like discussing it. And I can understand that. If I were to wake up and see someone standing there trying to tell me something, I imagine I probably would not want to discuss it either. However, that's what she says took place. I can only tell you what she says. But she said that a that the lady spoke with her, told her these things, and my mom had not seen a picture of Miss Grace. There was not any pictures in the house of Miss Grace. However, my mom took the description of whom she had seen to the owners of the home, and her description matched a picture that was in their house. My mom had not seen that picture before, had not even been in their house, but it matched the description. I remember that. Well, like I said, uh, we only lived there for roughly three months, and uh, from what I was told, the noises in the kitchens and things like that, it continued to progress, and uh, to the point that one night it woke up my dad, and he said it got really loud so it got so loud one night what was going on back there that the dog that we had outside started to bark and it's strange for me because I slept through these situations at nighttime. I was not awake for it except for the one night when we had the thunderstorm so everything that took place with that I don't know anything I, I just 
know what I was told. I didn't witness it. Um, however, my dad, as I said, he said it got so loud one night the dog started barking at the noises that were being made in the kitchen and when you start to walk that direction the noises would stop. I think that that would probably scare anybody. And so once that summer came and went we ended up packing our things and we were finally able to leave that place. And uh I've had other encounters at other places since then, but that's the only time that I've ever lived in a location to where myself and my family went through those kind of strange encounters. Maybe you know somebody that goes through strange encounters, or maybe even you yourself have gone through a strange encounter. I think there are more things about this world than what we choose to believe and what we sometimes want to be oblivious to because simply it's too scary to handle but i do remember my time at that house and it's something that i will always remember and always live with and so thank you for joining me today on this podcast for my telling of what took place at what we call the grace home and uh, i hope you enjoyed my story of what took place and uh, I hope that you will stick around for what this podcast has to offer so thank you for listening to episode one of Tales at 3am I hope you enjoyed and I look forward to bringing you the next episode of the creepy the weird, the strange the unusual and the paranormal. This is Michael Davidson with Tales at 3 a.m. Take care.